The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morning Star Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, brethren. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I am your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Mudry, and with me tonight, Worshipful Brother Joe, Worshipful Brother Ken. And we are here, we have uh, Skyping in, uh, Worshipful Brother John Deere, and we're going to be talking tonight's uh, topic is going to be Freemasonry, and I think I'm going to title it LGBTQ. I think overall, I think that pretty much covers all bases. Uh, we're going to be talking about the, the subject and people's experiences as well, and uh, particularly Worship Brother John Deere. Uh, but first, we got some uh, housekeeping items to quickly do. Uh, the FreemasonsPodcast.com, as well as our Facebook page and community page, Patreon, and Discord. Discord was fun today. Yeah. <laughs> Not a lot of work getting done in anybody's no. company Thanks today. Thanks for wishing me a happy 50th birthday. I did wish you a happy 50th <laughs> birthday. <Son of> <laughs> Uh, we have some likes. We're just going to quickly go through them, and I think I left off here. Uh, Vincenti Ramos, Daniel Gia... I'm sorry if I butcher your name. When Gia Lendella, Glenn Willits, Angel Houston, Corey Burke, Brittany Christian, Joe Z- Z- Zanigua. I, I'm, again, apologize ahead of time. And Peter Lang. Uh, we got a couple females. That's quite interesting. We have females on here. That's cool. That's, that's awesome to see uh, that they're they're listening in. So, with all those new likes, let's toast them, brothers. Joe, watch you later. Right hand to arms. Arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. Aim. Fire can fire, fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. And uh, we'll cover, uh, I think we're going to cover some other stuff. But first thing we're going to cover is Washington rules for Freemasons in life and in lodge. For any of you who are watching, we do this every single time. And today's, we're nearing the end. We're almost done with this. So uh, what are we going to do after that? We'll find something. Hmm. Actually, I don't, I think we're done. No. We did them all? Then we had one left. Are we any no. more civilized than we, we were? Are done. No, no, questionable. We will do. Uh, we're on chapter six. We'll do chapter six. We'll do these ones, and we'll do these in order. The uh, no, this is the rules of civility in original order. So we've already done them all. We did all those. Yeah. Wow. We're done. I feel civilized. Well, congratulations, feel civilized. brothers. We're done. So we'll skip over it, and we'll come up with a, something new the next segment. Making good men better. It's even better because then we get into our main hot topic today. And uh, one of the things I want to play is actually something I posted on my Facebook today. Before we do, mm-hmm. may I propose a toast? You most certainly can. Do we, uh, can we recharge and align the cannon? Recharge and align the cannon? I believe it's important. Otherwise, I would not interrupt the proceedings. For Absolutely. Such a time. How dare you interrupt my show? <laughs> You'll see. 
Oh. Well. A little backsplash on that. Hold on, like a true pro. What's your brother, uh, John? You toasting with us over there? <laughs> uh, I have my coffee. Ah, uh, all right. That works. That'll work. That works perfect. <laughs> <clears throat> what I'd like to do, brothers, is propose a toast. To the birthday of my good friend and co-host, Worshipful Brother Joe Zanino. Happy Thank birthday, you. my brother. Thank you very much. Very nice. Contrary that, to popular belief, I am not 50 years old. He is under 50. <laughs> I'm 47. Yes. Ken, you proposed it. You lead it. All right, brethren. Right hand to arms. 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 Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. Happy birthday, brother. Thank you, brother. We got one more, one more before the end of it. Before the end. But, but we'll do that later. We'll do that. I'm getting some reverb. Yeah, I think we're getting some reverb through the Skype, actually. I think John's listening in as well. That happens. All right, so I want to lead this off with something that I posted on Facebook earlier, uh, earlier this morning. And I think this kind of plays very well into what we're going to be talking about. And I want to do this first. Right, and it's quick. It's a quick, uh, quick fifty seg fifty second segment of the Ellen DeGeneres show, and okay. we all know that she is a lesbian. So, uh, and this is something that she said, and on this subject, in just in general, uh, I really liked what she had to say, and I want to play it for everyone. This weekend, I went to Dallas uh, for the Cowboys game, and uh, during the game, they showed a shot of George and me laughing together, and George people Bush. were upset. They thought, why is a gay Hollywood liberal sitting next to a conservative Republican president? Didn't even notice I'm holding the brand new iPhone 11, and uh, <laughs> I was aware that it, I was going to be surrounded with people from very different views and beliefs, and I'm not talking about politics. I was rooting for the Packers, and uh, get this, everybody in the Cowboys suite was rooting for the Cowboys. And so I had to hide my cheese hat in Porsche's purse. Here's the thing. I'm friends with George Bush. In fact, I'm friends with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs that I have. We're all different, and I think that we've forgotten that that's okay that we're all different. Mm -hmm. Just because I don't agree with someone on everything doesn't mean that I'm not going to be friends with them. When I say be kind to one another, I don't mean only the people that think the same way that you do. I mean be kind to everyone. Doesn't matter. Mm. Preach. And I like that segment. It's something that I've seen today, and I I liked it, and I think it ties right into what we're going to be talking about. So the first thing we'll start off is that I there are we do not speak for any grand jurisdiction, uh, Freemasonry as a whole. There are many grand lodges, not many. There's a few grand lodges that are vehemently opposed to what we're about to talk about. Connecticut not being one of them. I know of two particular Grand Lodges, and I'm not going to call out those Grand Lodges because I think that's unmasonic yeah. to do, but they are opposed to uh, <clears throat> gay men being Freemasons. Uh, but here in Connecticut, uh, and it says right, in, at least in our ritual, it says that it's not the outer qualities of a man, but the inner that matter. Am I right? Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yep. And I just want to throw that out there. So, we should uh, probably talk a little bit about how this topic even came up yes. for the podcast. We had gotten a, a question from one of our listeners uh, asking if gay men were allowed to join Freemasonry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had been listening to the podcast, and we had piqued his interest, and he wanted to, to pursue it, but mm-hmm. didn't know if he was allowed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, we don't speak for every grand jurisdiction, nor do we want to, but in Connecticut Correct. specifically... It's a non-issue, and our, our guest tonight, Worshipful Brother John Deere, mm-hmm. uh, is a past master. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a recipient of the Pierpont Edwards Award in bronze, and also a recipient of the Daniel Carter Beard Award, which is uh, mm-hmm. given by the Masonic Scouters Association, I believe it is. Wow. Um, and he's the man that raised me. On the night when I became a Master Mason, he was in the East. Uh, so I, I respect the man quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, and... Clearly, I have no issue with it whatsoever. If not for him, you know, I might not be a Master Mason today. And he's always been a great mentor to me. Um, so just wanted to throw that in there. And uh, what's your brother, John Deere? Do you, uh, are you, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Awesome. And uh, I want to actually say thank you because uh, by you bringing Joe into the craft and raising him, I got one hell of a friend. 
Wow, and I was waiting for I, you I to, to take a no, shot at me. No, so. no shot. Yeah, I was pretty sure that one was. <laughs> no, uh, no, that was not a shot. No, Thank no, you. No, no, no. I be, being, you are a very good friend to me and a brother as well as Ken, and uh, I, I, I have you to thank for it. My so. pleasure. So, uh, what's your brother, uh, John? Why don't we, uh, why don't we get a little bit into you? First thing I'm going to ask you is about your Masonic career. So let's quickly do that. Okay. Um, what got you started? I'm... What got you involved? We'll start with that. Okay, what got me involved was um, a high school buddy of mine. And um, we were buddies through high school. He was six foot four, and I was five foot seven. And people started calling us the moose and the squirrel. <laughs> as in Rocky and we have and We have a situation like that here we, in the broadcast. <laughs> we, we were famous for doing everything together. Mm. And um, I became a scoutmaster of a Boy Scout troop. Tom was my assistant. Um, the scouters all called us Rocky and uh, Bullwinkle, or Moose for short. <laughs> and um, I was working in Norwalk uh, for a division of United Technologies. Mm-hmm. And um, Tom's dad uh, was to be... Um, the uh, up-and-coming master of a lodge in Norwalk. And one day, Tom just announced to me, he said, uh, I'm going to join my dad's lodge out in Norwalk, and um, I think it'd be cool if you joined with me. (laughs) And like I said, we do everything together, so I said, sure, why not? And uh, we're now celebrating 42 years with the fraternity. And um, that's basically how I got involved. Very cool. That's that's awesome. How long? 40, 43 years? 45 42. years? 42. 42. Yeah. Wow. It's a long time. So, wonderful brother, what's, what's kept you engaged for those 42 years? What keeps you coming back and keeps you active? Um, I, I have to say it's the camaraderie. Um, being, you know, uh, accepted uh, by my brothers mm-hmm. and the uh, the fellowship that, that goes with that. Very cool. Yeah, it definitely is one of, uh, I think Freemasonry is one of the stronger uh, organizations that, that accepts and protects its own and really you know, cares about each other. Um, so I have a question. Um were you were you gay um, prior to becoming a Freemason, or did it happen progressively? Is we're born gay. No, I know that. <laughs> I, I didn't okay, know. So that is true. That is true. Uh, I guess what I'm asking is, when did you openly inform everybody? Was it something that you was prior to Lodge or after Lodge, or you know, not after Lodge, but during Lodge? Well. Um, you know, I, I've never been one to talk about myself uh-huh. and I've always believed and to this day, um, we don't make friends by coming out. We make friends one at a time. True. Oh. And, um, you know, if someone, uh, respects me, uh, whether it's in the lodge or anywhere else, I mean, you know, be, besides being a Mason for 42 years, I've got 30 years as a volunteer firefighter. Wow. And um, it's really the same. Right. I don't run around with a pink triangle on my forehead. <laughs> but um, every year, my uh, volunteer fire company in Oxford has um, a big dinner. They call it Ladies' Night. <laughs> and um, I bring my spouse. Mm-hmm. So there's no question really, and it's never been brought up. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think, again, because I'm respected, I'm a past deputy chief. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm still an active volunteer at the ripe old age of to be 71 next week. Um, wow. I think I'm respected for that, and, and my sexuality mm-hmm. or my sexual preference, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Is is not an issue, right? Be, because of I am me. It's like right. that song 
from the P.T. Barnum uh, movie, you know, I am me. Yeah. And I think when people find out that I'm gay by either, you know, meeting my spouse or whatever, um, I've, I've been you pretty much accepted, I would say. And I've actually got a, a little bit of a, a funny story okay. for that. Because when I was, uh, one of the first times that I had met Wonderful Brother Deer's spouse, I believe I was junior warden. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. we were doing a, a wives and widows luncheon or, or brunch. Right. And people brought their spouses and he brought his spouse. And we were handing out white roses to all the ladies. Uh-huh. And I'm the guy and the worshipful master said, hey, go hand out the roses. Right, right. I'm going around the room and I get to, I see the worshipful brother John and his spouse and I'm like, oh, crap. How do I handle this? Because I, I just give a rose I, to I both. Kinda, I kind of locked up and said, no. what do I do here? So his spouse is a, a great guy. I, mm, I, I would met say. him. And, and I Who said, wants a rose? I even said to him. I, 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 <laughs> I give them both. Him, I, I'd give them both a rose. I walked up to his spouse and had the rose in my hand. And I'm like, I've got one for you. And he's like, <laughs> Good, because I'm going to take it. <laughs> like, and, he, and he completely, like, I think he could tell that I, I just, it wasn't like a, an ignorance type of thing. It was just like, wow, I've never had to come across this situation. Right, right. And, like, I, I shrunk up immediately. Yeah, like, right. Right and it, it just a couple moments, it, he just like, no, I'm going to take it. Good, because I want one. And it just, like, disarmed everything, and it yeah, was great. And, that's and, awesome. and I've, I've hung out with John and his spouse uh, multiple times, and uh, really, really good guy. A lot of people but yeah it was, it was a non-issue yeah like he's brought him around and he's introduces him as his spouse and mm-hmm. you know he's part of the group too he's part of the family <laughs> and honestly i don't think in any well i know for a fact that there's no ever asking of what your sexual preference is on any of our petitions and i don't it, it's not even something that would even be uh, like it doesn't matter it's nobody's it's not, it doesn't right. matter in the lodge the only question that's right. asked is they do ask you if you're married but it right. doesn't ask you what in the state of Connecticut it is legal to be Correct. gay and married. Right. So, so they don't ask still you if your spouse is a man, a woman, or whatever the case. It still doesn't say. matter. It does not matter. Really, it does not matter. So, uh, so I have a couple. Uh, I have actually one tough guy. I'm sorry, I keep coughing. Him. <coughs> I do have one question. Uh, have you, uh, Worship Brother John, met or had any issues with uh, Masons over? the fact that you are openly gay? You know, not not really. Mm-hmm. Um, what I, I will say to, you know, non-Masons listening mm-hmm. who, who wonder about this, I'm going to say flat out that a lodge, every lodge is different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, there's an, there's a, an environment. Right. Um, and when I moved up in the valley 30 some odd years ago um i was already a um you know a life member of my mother lodge and uh i was a uh, life member they made me a life member over in easton and um i decided well look i'm i'm moving into a new town and the local lodge was having a um table lodge mm-hmm. And that's the perfect opportunity to meet the brothers of the lodge and and, and feel out, mm-hmm. you know, if you if you feel like you want to belong. Right. And um, I I went to the table lodge. Uh, I introduced myself. No one spoke to me the whole evening. And when it was all over, the master came up and asked me if I wanted to affiliate. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I mean, can you guess that I did not? Right. And, wow. And I've raised. Um, I, I've, I've been in charge of the fire police uh, here in Norwalk, Norwalk, uh, uh-huh. rather, for quite a while, and I've actually raised and mentored a couple of my members uh, from the fire police, uh-huh. and um, one of them I've known for twenty years, and it was through me that they felt comfortable asking questions about the fraternity. Right. And, um, you know, they wanted to be raised in the local lodge, and I'm, I'm an organist, so, you know, I played for their degrees. And, 
I, when I raised them, I wore my uh, formal chief's uniform, and I raised them, you know, with the, the white hat on. Mm-hmm. And um, but I have never felt welcome in that lodge. Right. And I think just that's... totally, totally the opposite. When um, I met um, the, the brother uh, who uh, uh, Joe alluded to, uh, the guy who got me involved in Easton, I was at a uh, professional conference, and he worked for another division of uh, UTC, which was Sikorsky. And he saw my ring during the uh, break, and he said to me, well, what lodge you with? And I said, well... Uh, I'm with uh, St. John 6 out in Norwalk, where I work. And uh, he said, then, where do you live? And at that, time, I, at that time, I lived in Bridgeport. And uh, he said, well, you know, I told him I was the organist. I'm a past master, and since then, I've been the organist at the lodge. And he said, you know, we could really use an organist. We've got a degree coming up. We've got an EA. Uh, it's going to be an inspection night. We don't have an organist, and I'll tell you what, he said, if you would pack your tux and come to my house before the degree, he said, my wife will cook us dinner, we'll have a few drinks, we'll get into our tuxes, and we'll go over, I'll introduce you, and maybe you can play for the degree. Mm-hmm. And you know, that man was so kind and, and so genuine Mm-hmm. Um, I went over to that lodge and I found that so were the rest of them. Mm-hmm. They, mostly back then they were uh, well, old farmers and stuff, but they were all so friendly, completely opposite of the lodge that I encountered in my present hometown. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just said, well, heck, they meet once a, once a month. I can stop here, and, you know. Uh, I started going and playing the organ, and by the end of, I think, the second year, um, they announced that they were making me a life member of that lodge because they appreciated, you know, me playing the organ. Everyone says it it brings uh, an extra dimension to a degree and and to meetings and things. So... So we have we have two different ends of the spectrum in two lodges here in Connecticut, uh, probably within a 30, 30 minute drive from each other. So I have and, a question. Um, I have a... one of the one of the fellows who I raised in the lodge here. Mm-hmm. I brought him down to Easton as a guest, mm-hmm. and on the drive home, he said to me, "You know." He said, I have never felt so welcome in a Masonic Lodge, including my own. He said, I could stand in front of the altar for the whole meeting and no one would say boo to me. Mm. But here, he said, I walked in the door and, and everybody was just my friend instantly. Right. So the, the point I'm getting at is that uh, for those of you who asked the question, am I going to be accepted uh-huh. if I'm gay? Every lodge is different. Mm-hmm. And um, not only is, is that a, a concern, you know, but um, it's, it's, it's a concern. Uh, is this, that where you want to be? Right. Do you, do you feel a, a warm environment when you walk in the door? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> Joe had asked me to talk about this, so I, I'll, I'll go ahead. The, the I fellow real... that I, I mentioned who actually brought me into the Easton Lodge, uh, to give you a background, he's an old past master of the lodge. Um, he's the, he was the chairman of the Republican town committee. And, um, I guess he figured out that, uh, I was gay and it's never been broached. Uh-huh. But, um, when the news broke that, uh, Connecticut was allowing gay marriage, uh-huh. he came up to me after a meeting and he said, I want you to know that I'm a justice of the peace here in town. And if you want to get married, he says, I would proud to, I'd be proud to perform that ceremony. Oh, this is where you did it in lodge. Yes. And so this is awesome. So I was married to my spouse. Um, 
in the lodge room wow. uh, by a, a past master. And um, we had a reception. We packed the hall downstairs. We had 60 people. And um, a lot of them were brothers from the lodge. You know, they were all invited to come. And it was just um, kind of a wonderful thing. That's, that's, that's really incredible. Cool. That's an that, incredible story. Yeah. And by, it a, just by a Republican. Volumes <laughs> of, of the difference between lodges. Yep. Yeah. So I have a question for you, uh, Worship Brother sure. John. Uh, number one, are you still looking to affiliate with a lodge? Because we still we need an organist up here, and I can guarantee you that my lodge here will make you at least ten to fifteen years younger. <laughs> no politicking. <laughs> I thought you guys had a, an organist up there. No, no, Morningstar oh. does not have an organist. George is in Seymour. Uh, there's a couple oh, brothers, what we've called an organ before, but we're not going to discuss. That's a different kind of an That's organ. A different kind of, <laughs> different kind of different organ discussion. that we're talking about. <laughs> uh, no, but we, uh, yeah, no, we do not have an organist. Uh, we're, we're currently lacking. We have an organist on our um, on our officers list right now, but we, uh, we haven't seen I, uh, um, the two uh, guys. Uh, so. I think Brother Joe knows this, and uh, at my dear sweet old age, um, the cataracts have been creeping up and my night vision is uh, impaired. Mm. And um, therefore, I've actually been trying to cut back on anything that has to do with night driving. Mm-hmm. And um, it's to the point where uh, there's a brother, another past master from Easton, who lives in Oxford. In fact, uh, we just had our meeting um, Wednesday night. And he met me over at the Oxford Firehouse. I leave my car there, and he drives me down the lodge and back. So uh, I'm not taking on any additional responsibilities <laughs> that involve <laughs> night driving right. unless somebody wants to pick me up at the house and take me to lodge and bring me back. Well, that is the beauty of being a Freemason, right. because we're always willing to give brothers uh-huh. rides to lodge. Yep. Right? That's never Never been a problem. And now that Joe's a member of our lodge, I can save on uh, gas. There you go. You're <laughs> yeah, I'll be bringing some gas. You'll be, you'll have plenty of gas. Uh, but if, if your if your lodge doesn't have an organist, uh, go to a, go see a degree. Go see a even just a stated where they have an organist. Right. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. It just adds to the solemnity of it. It just adds <laughs> to the overall experience. Absolutely, it's, um, so worth it. It, it's it's just a it's a beautiful thing. So, Warshaw brother John, uh, mm-hmm. have you ever been in a situation where your brothers needed to defend you over this uh, uh, the fact that you're gay? Has there ever been like a situation where the craft? has defended you in that situation. And I'm always looking for like, the reason why I'm asking this question is because I'm always looking f- to try to enforce the fact that brethren protect one another and we take care of one another. And that's what we're all about. So I, I'm just curious if there's ever been a story where it's you've had a brother that needed to uh, slap the hell out of somebody. <laughs> so, uh, figuratively speaking. Maybe or maybe not figuratively. I mean... Um. Not really, and, and, and I guess, I, again, it's, it's maybe my nature that um, I pretty much get along with everybody. Right. And um, so I've, I've never really had any confrontational issues. Uh-huh. Um, like I said, the, the one lodge that uh-huh. I chose not to affiliate with is uh-huh. because I just sensed that I wasn't a good fit. Right. And while we're on that subject, let me just say that those the, your situation that you're ta- you're discussing right now about a lodge that really didn't say anything to you when you arrived at their table lodge, those yeah. are the lodges that will fall because you're 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 not giving a very warm welcome to those people. Those are the lodges that really struggle because guests don't come. People now, because the same situation you're talking about could be attributed to an entered apprentice who comes to the door and goes through his degrees, and then nobody says a word to him the next meeting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're always going to feel like an outsider, uh, and this transcends across Blue Lodge, uh, any type of uh, appending body, because mm-hmm. I've seen it happen, and it's especially difficult in the Knights Templar. Clicks uh, form everywhere. 
clicks form. These Knights Templar are, have been Knights Templar in this particular commandy, commandery for an X amount of time. And now the new guy comes in, takes his degrees, and what do they tell him? Oh, help us break down all the stuff. And you never see him again. And you wonder why your membership is declining. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it, your story was actually perfect for that. Uh, Worship Brother Greg Schultz joined on. Oh, so good. He just signed on. So. He's a hooligan. Uh, Raymond Collette, who was on this Joe Characters Investigation Committee? That needs to be investigated. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the leader of that investigation committee was one right worshipful brother, past district deputy Raymond Collette. Really? Um, along with Collusion! <laughs> along with Ty Bird. <laughs> Oh, um, Ty Bird. I haven't seen him in a Ty, long time. I haven't seen him. Along with uh, worshipful brother Darren Sohavy, who you probably know from Templar. And- <clears throat> yes. It's a rather distinguished him. investigating yeah, committee. Very distinguished. I think, distinguished they, they, I think they, we can they, say they he's safe. Big guns yeah, I think he's, yeah they, they, they were like, eh, we need to send like, the real guy. He's got... Hey, He's got red hair. We have to bring in the red, we have to bring in the big guns. <laughs> uh, I have a, a story about my investigation. Uh, sure, we again, love stories. Forty-two years ago, understand? Okay. Um, everybody in that lodge was old enough to be my father, for mm. sure. And um, I had three elderly brothers um, that met me uh, in the lodge room uh, for my investigation. And I, of course, I just, like any other in interview, you know, you naturally have a case of the jitters and kind of, uh, you know, are they going to like me or what? Mm-hmm. And they started out all very stern. And one of them said, um, hopefully that'll stop. That's uh, all right. It's Papa yeah, George okay. calling in. <laughs> I got jokes. <laughs> and, and one of them said, um, well, there's something we need to tell you. Mm-hmm. We understand, and, and I was really concerned. It was like something was something dire they were going to tell me. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Well, it's about your application." He said, "We understand you're a Catholic. Do you know <laughs> that we uh, that the Catholic Church forbids you to be a Mason? We're required to tell you that." And I've had. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so, so I said, you know, That's my great. last time in the Catholic Church is when I graduated from eighth grade. So <laughs> I think we're good. I don't think you have to worry about that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, you guys, any other questions for uh, Worship Brother John before we uh, sign off? Because oh, we're going to uh, we're going to take our break. No, and I have then, no uh, other questions. But uh, you know, I just want to give him a, a hearty heartfelt thank you for everything he's done uh for our lodge and and for the craft mm. um and before the break i'd like to uh issue another toast that if i might like like swear can i do that pull on the pull on the, pull on the rug right out from underneath i'm like aladdin oh i'm sorry yank the rug out it's twice now. you know exactly what i'm doing yes absolutely go, go ahead ken go to it no no All right. fire away worshipful brother john yes. i hear that your birthday is next week mm-hmm October 17th, yes. Well, Same as my father's. Very in that cool. case, yeah. I would be remiss if I did not toast you for your birthday next week, worshipful brother John Deere. And I would actually like to add to that toast, I want to thank you for calling in and uh, being on and uh, being part of the podcast for tonight. Thank you very much. Thank so you very much. Telling your story. It. Telling your story. It. Amazing. So I, uh, I appreciate it, brothers. And I'm, I'm glad I could uh, maybe bring some light to a and otherwise non-spoken subject. Mm, we appreciate that. <laughs> now, uh, you do realize that the next time we have this conversation, it needs to be up here at the podcast, and uh, you can do shots with us, uh, or excuse me, ginger ale toasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And we'll get you a ride. And we'll, we'll get, get you a ride. ride. Yeah. That <laughs> would be fine. And, uh, yeah, we'd like to have you up here. So, two, worshipful brother, John Deere, brethren, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. Aim. Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat. 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 Happy birthday, brother. Happy Happy birthday. birthday. Thank you very much, brothers. 
All right, uh, Warshaw brother, we're going to uh, we're going to go take our break. So we're, we're going to let you go, and uh, we will uh, we'll have a conversation again. Okay. And you have a good night, brother. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. All right, and we are still live. We're still recording, but uh, what a cool story! What a man. cool freaking story! Great guy. I'm glad you didn't tell me that Joe, one ahead of time. I really, great. really, really badly wanted to bust your balls tonight, but I really can't because you you <laughs> snagged <laughs> no, your brother John as a guest, and he was awesome. He yeah. was awesome, and I was really heartfelt on just tearing your ass up and down today. However, uh, brother Peter Daigle, if you're still watching, his birthday, you'll have another opportunity. I'm sure. Where's that bag? Right there, brother Peter. <laughs> brother Peter Daigle, if you're watching uh, still, which I think you are, because you just wrote, "Thank you for joining the podcast today." Uh, he was one of the best ever guests. Damn right he was. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know if you can see these. I'm actually going to walk up to the camera so you guys can check them yeah. out. But uh, make sure you hold it for uh, a second. So it brother Peter Daigle uh, is having a charity event, and uh, I got some. Uh, I got some. I got some stuff. I got some jokes for him. <laughs> and. Uh, so we've got a few pins. Uh, George stepped away from the mic, mm-hmm. so we've got, I believe, a Stargate-themed pin. Oh, that's awesome! Um, it's actually really cool. It almost has a almost a steampunk feel to it as well. And a challenge coin. We've got like. a uh, the Justice Challenge. Coin. The Justice Challenge coin, and I Beautiful. believe there's also a Captain America shield uh, pin. You may have already shown. I really. Yeah, I haven't showed the the Captain America one, but uh, Brother Peter Daigle, oh, that sorry, is for you. To mention that one. No, no, that's fine. Okay. So very good, uh, seems, very cool. Seems items. apropos. I'm, I, from upon the point, correct? Uh, everything is from upon the point. Yes, uh, upon the point. Wow, uh, well brother done. Dennis Burns out of Texas makes his own lapel pins and makes his own challenge coins. Oh, I like that. And if you want to, uh, here, check them all out, Ken. If you want to uh, check him out, he's got some good stuff. But I am. Really those cool. are the pins that uh, uh, brother Dennis Burns basically yeah. gave to me. As, as a gift, and I, I'd be obliged to pass them along to uh, Brother Peter Daigle for his uh, his charity that he's going to be doing. So uh, I'm passing them along. This steampunk one is awesome. I might right. just pocket it right now. <laughs> That's it's going to Peter Daigle. So better not. We might just Enjoy have to Brother hop Peter. on uponthepoint.com and order some. But uh, yeah. Brother Peter Daigle, uh, our our podcast artiste, I know he's big into. Uh, comic books and stuff so i'm actually giving that is your pen brother the captain america shield mm, don't give that one away yeah That's the other thing you. uh again and i have to i have to apologize to uh brother peter daigle what'd you do he he asked me if i would donate something to it I said, absolutely absolutely without a doubt he's like all right here he's like uh he's like uh here's the address send it to him who forgot you didn't do yeah. it did yeah. you this guy i uh, forgot so then, uh, well, you are a couple busy weeks, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, he's like, Honest uh, mistake. "Hey, did you send that stuff out." Shit! No, I didn't. I was like, "I'll send it out now. I'll send it out now." What couple, stuff? And that was a couple weeks ago. And hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The beginning of this week, he's like, uh, "Send them out yet?" <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> so wait, I, I just keep failing, but I do have them. They're in a bag here, and I, I will going to send them out as soon as possible. But uh, I just wanted uh, Brother Peter Daigle to know that I have them. I've had this bag in my pocket and amongst my persons for two days now since we last talked. Still warm. To make damn sure. <laughs> to make damn sure I send them out to him. Uh, and uh, he's doing a charity thing. If you want to plug that on here, uh, Brother Peter Daigle, on, uh, in the uh, messages here and the thing. Because we're going to take our break. And uh, I have uh, me us here at the podcast have an exclusive uh, phone conversation that <laughs> took place uh, I'd say earlier today yeah, in, an- in anticipation of Sunday's in an- episode in anticipation Indeed. of Sunday's episode of the most worshipful grandmaster ancient free and accepted masons of the Grand Lodge of the state of Connecticut will be up here recording with us and uh, Joe will not be here, and I can guarantee you that Jack will not be here. <laughs> so it's going to be you and me and the Grandmaster? I think we could swing that. And, I'm going to call in. I'm and? Call in. And? Right Warshall Mike Adams. Ah, nice. beautiful. Cool. So Ken be our handler. Here's going <laughs> to... I call him our podcast police, all right? Yeah, he's our handler. <laughs> but uh, Ken's going to slide over here, so Ken will be now taking your position of busting my balls. God help me. And then... Uh, 
Right, Marshall, Mike Adams will be the voice of reason. Because, again, his boss is here, so he really can't. Maybe I'll, he's got uh, maybe I'll Skype in from the car because I'll be driving back to Ohio. Yeah, that'd be cool. No, I'm blocking all Skype calls because... Oh, Papa George oh, might try to call in. Hey, I think he's coming to Ohio with me. I think he's making the road trip with me. The puppet. Is he really? I think he is. Uh, that's why I'm blocking the phone call. Kicks or it didn't happen. Uh, brother Peter Daigle, it's a Halloween party on October 26th in Hudson, New Hampshire. We're doing a coat drive for the homeless and raffling items to raise funds for our brothers that were hit hard by uh, from Hurricane Dorian in the Bahamas. Okay, nice. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to keep the live going, but we're going to take a quick uh, break, and then we will be back. And we'll continue on this subject of uh, uh, LGBTQ and Freemasonry. I think you got them all. I think yep. I got it. My mouth is very dry. I need yeah, more beer. <laughs> Sip of so, water. All right. All we'll right. be back. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Freemasons podcast. Hey, it's me. I heard the Grandmaster's up there today. How come I didn't get invited? I got jokes no. and I got questions. Pa- uh, let me come. Let Puppet me come. Jo- Puppet George. I'm on my way. You're I'm on my coming. way. You're not coming. You are banned from being up here when the Grandmaster is up here. No, no, I got jokes. Puppet George. I got jokes. Goodbye, Puppet George. No, no. Freemasons podcast. Hi, can I speak to the Grandmaster, please? Who's this? Uh, Puppet Greg. Puppet George, is this you? No. That's <laughs> Puppet George. <laughs> Goodbye. Who's Who's Puppet George? This is Puppet Greg. Goodbye, Puppet George. How'd Puppet- you know it was me? Because it's you. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. And uh, we had uh, Warshaw brother John Deere uh, call in and uh, Skype in with us, and we had a good conversation about uh, the subject of gay men in Freemasonry. And uh, I think it's pretty much freaking Ken ripping all the sorry. I had, to kill a, I had to kill a fruit fly. Kill the podcast. <laughs> well, start calling you Jack. But uh, so I, I think this pretty much, and this isn't again. We're talking about um, that. Uh, Ah, thank God. Yeah, the buzzing. A little the bit of buzz. noise. Um, we'll get a better cable and that will uh, eliminate absolutely. the noise. Yeah, uh, yeah the cables. It's, it's a gas station aux cord. So yep. We'll get it everywhere. <laughs> yep. Mm. But back on the subject about uh, gay men and being Freemasons and everything. Uh, there are many, even the United Grand Lodge of England uh, is, is an advocate for, yeah, it doesn't matter. And again, it's the internal qualities and not the external of a man. And again, on our petition forms, there is absolutely no question nope. about your sexual preference. And realistically, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. It's, you know, we're <laughs> a fraternity that makes good men better. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of people that that are are gay and they're no different than those that are uh heterosexual there's no difference my personal uh, again, opinion is it is the internal not the external yeah quality and again i mean listen you heard the story of uh Warshaw brother john deere he was a fireman and in save I'm, I'm sure saved many people's lives in fires and it was so the, not what, only that he's also a vietnam veteran he didn't bring that up but he's he a vietnam bring, veteran so what so difference does it make? It, it really it doesn't, it doesn't make a damn difference. It, it realistically has no impact on Freemasonry at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so when I go on, you know, like YouTube, and again, I drive for a living, and as a matter of fact, there was a tractor trailer that was flipped over on 95, and Rafferty made it a point to say that he was in southern Connecticut with no traffic while I was sitting <laughs> in northern 95 traffic for four hours straight. Because Watching of tra- YouTube? Watching YouTube or listening to YouTube. I don't uh, watch okay. it. I want to be clear about yeah, that. I put it in my headphones yeah, and I listen yep, to yep, it. Yep. And the trash in that they do. And it's so funny because you have one part of it of, of YouTube videos that say, oh, Freemasonry uh, is anti-gay and everything. And then you have the other half of it that's, well, they're heathens because they allow gays. Mm-hmm. Right, you got to pick. Can't some. have it both have ways. It both so, ways. which is it? Like, <laughs> right, right. What are you trying to do? Well, we're evil no matter what, apparently. So. And, and honestly, 
you know, and again, on, on a future podcast, I'm going to touch this subject, but there have been, there was actually a story uh, on uh, Freemason for Dummies, and it is a true story because it was on, a, 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 I think it was NBC or CBS or something, that somebody tried throwing a Molotov cocktail into the window yeah, of a Masonic Lodge. Grand Lodge of New York, I believe. Grand Lodge of New York, which is a very old building, and a couple of, there's other lodges that have actually been caught on fire. There's right. one in... Maybe one in New Hampshire, I want one to say. One in New Hampshire. Aurora, there was Illinois. also one, and I don't know, there's never, and I want to be clear about this, there's no definitive that it was arson or anybody attacked, but it's just interesting yeah, how it's weird that there's was, four uh, incidences that have happened within the last uh, several days. And then, you know, you have uh, the Milwaukee thing about lodges being attacked and everything. Right. And I think it's directly, yeah, this fruit flies battling yeah, me too. Um, this... You have the Milwaukee thing where the guy was going to go in and light up everybody in a Masonic Lodge. And it is, in my opinion, a direct, direct link to those who bash us on YouTube yeah. and and say bad about our craft. Because when you sit there and say we're, we're ill-religious libertines or whatever you want to call us, we're anti-Catholic or anti-Christian, you get church people now attacking us and leaving leaflets all over our front doors mm-hmm. because... That's what you're telling them that we are. So when you say we're anti-gay, we have gay people upset with the craft. When you say we're pro-gay, you have church people after the craft Mm -hmm. because now we're, we're... Whatever, and it's like Worship Brother John was saying. Like every lodge is different, and right. in the same way that every Grand Lodge is mm-hmm. different. The United Grand Lodge of England actually allows post-op trans men to right. be members now, right? To bring them in, you know, in right. alignment with British law. And there right. was a whole bunch of you know hoopla about that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you know, you you look. There are some Grand Lodges in some countries mm-hmm. that are completely the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. So it's and in this, in the United States, you have. Again, here in the United States, there's no overhead United Grand Lodge. Every state regulates itself. Yep. So you have southern states, or you have northern states, you have western states, you have states that have their own set of rules and regulations about what is allowed and what's not allowed. Again, we talked about Prince Hall. Right. Connecticut was the very first Grand Lodge to recognize Prince Hall. You have other lodges that don't recognize yep. Prince Hall. And that is, have, their right. <clears throat> and right. is their right. Right, wrong, or indifferent, that is their right. right. Again, it's a separation of beliefs, and again, uh, I'm not forcing our beliefs, mm-hmm. you know, on this podcast. Or I do not speak for the Grand Lodge. Yep. I want to be adamantly clear about that. I do not speak for the Grand Lodge of the state of Connecticut, nor do any of us. But our views may not be in line with other Grand Lodges, mm-hmm. and I'm not in any way, shape, or form bashing them or their views. They just have a different view. But I most certainly am not going to attend a lodge. In my, in my own personal experience, I'm not going to attend a lodge or take part in something that is negative toward a certain group of people, whether it be mm-hmm. black, gay, whatever the case may be, just because I don't believe in that. And when you asked uh, Worshipful Brother Deer before, was he ever in a situation where another brother had to mm-hmm. come to his defense? Mm-hmm. I think the way that we show our support um, is through those silent actions of... Uh-huh. I am not going to going to attend a certain mm-hmm. lodge in a certain state. It's exactly what I was recognize it. Exactly just like what saying, I was driving at. That's that's how we show our support. I've walked in. I've participated in the New York City Pride Fest the last two years mm-hmm. because of brothers like John and other brothers that I know. Where I'm like, no, they have every right to mm-hmm. to live their life and they're, actually, it's basic human rights. Warshall brother Alan Bunting, who is now passed, uh, who was one of the Masons who was on my investigation committee and I respected him a whole lot. His son was gay. And, and there was no, you know, it, you know, it, it doesn't freaking matter. It, it doesn't matter. Like it really plays no part in me being a brother to you, you know? Right. It, and that's, that's the best way you can, you can help, a, a, not just a brother, but, but anybody. I had a friend of mine mm-hmm. where I was telling him that we were going to Pride Fest and right. Like he just got really quiet and really appreciative. He's like, mm. I <clears throat> haven't told anybody, but right. my son is gay. Right. I knew his son since the kid was born. Right. It's like it just means a lot to me to know that there's people out there that are accepting of that, and the brothers feel the same way. Right. So that's how you can support them. That's how you can. You don't have to go and march down mm. the street with the big flag or anything, but 
show right. by your actions that you that you have their back and that you support them. It's actually uh, kind of funny, and it's related, unrelated. Uh, but uh, you guys are all on the group me app with me, right? Mm-hmm. And I had a particular set of friends that were here, and there was, of course, we have Jimmy's place downstairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys know where I'm driving with this, right? No, not, really. not yet. No, okay, not yet. it'll get there and it'll click. Mm-hmm. But these particular set of friends were here, and uh, one of the patrons down at the bar had oh, said something yes. that oh, right, I took yeah. extreme, extreme, and this was a brother. Yeah, it was just an ignorant extreme thing that offense said to, at the and bar. understand. Don't be fooled by the baby face. I'm a tooth chipper. And it took Joe and Ken and a couple other Masons of Morningstar Lodge to talk me off the ledge of just leaving his ass in the in the freaking street out there. I was pissed. I was extremely and pissed. And we weren't off even there. He was sending right. us messages on group me and we I'm were like, like don't do it. Better get their ass down here right now. <laughs> walk you have away. to physically walk restrain away. him. It's about to go down. <laughs> but uh but and honestly, you know, if if I had a brother you know, and, and I don't, there's no, not that I know of anyway, uh, of any members of Morningstar Lodge that are gay. Um, but if there were, you're still my brother. So if some little slick shit kid downstairs at the bar is going to run his mouth, I'm going to lay your ass out on the sidewalk out there because that's just who I am. And yeah, I'll get arrested. But you know what? I defended a brother. I don't care. You will. What was that from uh, Goodfellas? Well, I'll dig a hole. You think it's the first hole I dug? <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of holes out in that hole. desert. That's your shine box. <laughs> a lot of problems are buried in them holes. <laughs> No, but, you know, whether it's a brother or not a brother, you know, Freemasonry has taught me just as a man, there's certain things you just don't tolerate. And you don't tolerate hatred towards any particular person or group or sexual orientation or religion. You just don't tolerate it. At the least, it's taught me respect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And swinging back to that other topic, it is a little bit off topic, but all of these things that have been going on recently. I need a drink. I'll be back. Keep talking for us. But, you know, you posted all of these things earlier about all these possibly unrelated events that have been, yes, please, uh, that have been going on with Masonic Lodges around the country. Um, Even if they are unrelated, it made me think about the fact that, you know, there's a lot of hatred out there for things that we don't understand. And that's normal human nature, right? Like, that's human psychology. If we don't understand something, we either, A, thank you. That's what you... I'll take it. What were you drinking? The other one? Yeah, the other one. But oh, okay. Matter. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Um, it's either A, we try to ascribe our own viewpoint onto things that we don't understand, yeah. or we just completely disregard it or think the worst of it. And I think the individuals that are perpetrating these crimes that we've been seeing against Masonic Lodges are the types that are, you know, have a lot of anger to begin with or a lot of hatred for things that they don't understand or a lot of crazy going on. Um, you know, the rest of us have the ability to rationalize that away and say, oh, well, I don't understand what Freemasonry is all about. Let me research it. Exactly. Or let me go ask somebody who knows something about it, right? Right. Instead of just going off the rails and saying, I'm going to throw a Molotov cocktail through their window because I don't get what they're about. So, uh, no, there's just certain things, like, you just can't tolerate hatred. There's no room for it in in my life, and I need to try to set an example for others that you know you just you just can't tolerate that and it's especially against a fraternity that believes in what we believe in i mean i know there's a lot of misinformation out there and it's difficult from a a profane or a non-masonic point of view to know what's real and what's not when you go and research it on the internet but i'll tell you right now from my own mouth as a mason what we are about is fraternity charity and belief in a higher power like that's Mm -hmm. what we that's what we do that's what we're about we're free thinkers. We get together. We have some secrets to our ritual and to our modes of recognition. But aside from that, we publish our our names. We we you can look up who the officers of a lodge are. We're not bad people, no. but people still find a way to demonize that which they don't understand. <laughs> right. And it's and that, sad, man. It's sad that that's the way the world it's is. Sad right. that ignorance goes. That yeah. that's what it brings about. You know. I've made the joke and I've put up the pictures on Facebook about, you know, Mudry 2020 and, you know, we're all talking about voting. <laughs> I mean, for I'm it. still going to write you in. 
<laughs> I'm going to write myself in. Say what you want. I'm going to write you in. I'm writing in Puppet George. <laughs> but honestly, and I've said it before, like if there was, um, and you could attribute this to Freemasonry and the topic we're talking about, but you know, if, if, if you know, which would never happen, but if I was ever to run for president, I wouldn't say a slanderous word about the other, my opponent. Not one. Not one word. I, you know, I just don't understand why they're so why why you're so negative you're sitting there and you're going to go on youtube and you're going to talk about how you know well this person's bad and that person's bad and they're evil and they're do they do this and they do that they don't have the same moral compass you're, they're not guided by the same standards but they're also propagating violence yeah right in a way yeah so if we're bad and freemasonry for the most part does not I mean, with the exception of you know a couple of freemasons in the comments section of of any video will be like this is bs this is complete crap mm-hmm. you know but we don't ever fire back ever we always take the high ground well i mean we're taught to do that we're taught to do and that and yeah there are some videos out there on the history channel that actually talk about Freemasonry in a positive light. And yeah, okay, they do some, they cobble together like three or four different degrees so that you can't tell what they're actually doing. And like, you know, there's got to be a sensationalist aspect to it too. Right. But when you listen to all of the the Masons that they're actually interviewing on these Mm -hmm. shows, they're Mm -hmm. telling you exactly what Freemasonry is about. Right. Like, that's the truth. There is no higher level of Freemasonry to which we are not privy that's doing all the evil, you know, virgin sacrifices and stuff like that's just not a thing I that's because you're not at a high enough level i know get, well yeah you're not high enough. you need to be a 360th degree yeah and there's actually a, a lodge on planet sirius you yeah. hear that one there's no. the ignorance oh yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead Listen there's one right. on the moon though there is there is actually one on the moon yep but uh, tranquility tranquility lodge tranquility lodge 2000 mm-hmm. yeah something yeah. like that yeah. no but i'm gonna visit there a particular uh, a particular list. youtube video he talked about how there's a there's a Grand Lodge on Sirius, and uh, you have to go through a certain amount of degrees. Star Sirius, like, do I have to go through a wormhole to get there? Or a Stargate. Stargate. Oh, Stargate. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we have those. I mean, come yeah. on. He's right about that. <laughs> the, Just kidding. Uh, I gotta pee. <laughs> but when you, but honestly, like when you do, when you put up videos like that, that are. You're, you're spewing sh- you're spewing BS, but you don't realize what you're doing. Like when the Carly Franz goes on the internet to just harass every Freemason you see. Right. Like, you're really telling people that, it, or, and their families is what she said. They're, they're Freemasons and their families, you said. Do you know what you're doing? Right. Like, I have kids, young kids, who don't, you know, they come up here. My two older ones come up here. Mm-hmm. But what are you telling them to do? Harass my family? No. Everybody's got different degrees of what you would consider harassment. Are you going right. to harass me with a knife? Are you going to throw right. tomato sauce at me? What are you going to do? Like, you're it's, you're instigating or you're basically giving the green light to inciting. commit violence. You're inciting violence. Absolutely. You're going to burn down Masonic buildings? Like, are you freaking kidding me? And the majority of people are smart enough and intelligent enough to go... Yeah, even if I don't believe in this, that's not that's not right. But then you get that the extreme wings of any organization, or just the extremely uneducated, or even some of them are mentally ill, and they're looking for that. Hey, if I go out and do this, I'm going to be famous. And right. if I go torch five Masonic buildings, I'm going to get my name in the paper. I'm going to, I'll, I'll be famous. There's another thing I think about too. You would would you agree that our Masonic fraternity is extremely tight amongst brothers? Oh, absolutely. Whereas I can tell you something that you wouldn't be able to tell somebody outside that is just a friend. It's not even something that I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't even think of it. Well, I'm I'm, I'm railroading this in a certain direction. Yeah, like if you told me something in confidence, one, it's it's in my obligation Um, as a Mason. I, I, it's my oath and obligation that if you tell me something in confidence, it stays in confidence. Um, and it wouldn't even cross my mind to tell somebody, not even within the fraternity, but I wouldn't just wouldn't right. tell anybody. Right. You and I have told but each other things. But you feel more, true or false, you feel more comfortable telling a Mason. Oh, absolutely. Than you would somebody else. I've told things to Masons I haven't even told my mother. No. Okay. So, no, it's true. Story. I've told plenty of things to Masons that I haven't told my mother. Right. 
Um, the point that I'm trying to make is, and I'll bring this back into the uh, LGBTQ conversation. What if the lodge is that particular brother's safe haven to say, hey, I've been gay my entire life and I've never been able to tell anybody and this is, I, I want to, I, I need to talk to somebody about it. Right. Here we are. That's the safest absolutely. place you can go. It's absolutely. Because your secrets as a Mason, you know, when I say secrets, everybody has personal quote unquote secrets. Everybody's got their own shit going on mm-hmm. that you know the outside profane world doesn't know about. Mm-hmm. So I, you have a half smile, so I know something's coming. You've got skeletons in your closet. <laughs> I got mannequins in mine. <laughs> Nicely played. But you know, my point being is that the, maybe the Masonic Lodge, being that we we take an oath to each other, that maybe that that is a reassuring thing is. Yeah, if you want finally, to keep it, if you I want can to keep tell somebody, yeah. yep. finally, I can yep. get this off my chest yeah. and not be judged by it. And not only not be judged, but have no fear of it going any further. Yep. Right. Yeah, no because if you want to keep it secret at that point, we will keep it secret. Right. Because that is right. part of our obligations. If you so choose to keep what you're telling us secret, we will do that. Right. So one of the things that I just want to quickly before we, because I, mean, I think we're pretty much wrapping it up. We're getting to the end here, right? Yep. Roughly. One of the things that I wanted to address, and me and Joe did, and I, Ken, were you, I can't remember if you were here. I never knew who the hell's here. When we did the whole uh, uh, where I was taking shots at YouTube videos that were spewing. I, I was and I. Yeah, yeah I wasn't here for that one. Okay. One of the videos I had watched uh, was actually a, of course, it was a Catholic guy, and he had a whole... Guy that sounded like Paul McCartney a little bit. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is a di- completely different video that I didn't play. That guy did wow. sound like Paul McCartney. Yeah, he did. did. He did. And you were absolutely right. One of the things, you know, that he had said was that he was he was at a church thing and he said, "I'm sure there's Masons sitting here in the audience, and I'm going to tell you exactly, you know, why you shouldn't be a Freemason and why it's this and why it's that, blah, 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 whatever." But one of the things he had said was uh, he had said that. In the Bible, it talks about how you can't serve two masters, right? Mm-hmm. You can't serve two masters. Right. And he made a comment that you kneel at an altar before the worshipful master, and you're... It's actually before God. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly It's the same master, saying. but, you know, You whatever. kneel you before say whatever you want. the worshipful master. You're kneeling before a man whom you're calling the worshipful master. So, But you're not paying the worshipful yeah. master homage. We're not the worshipful master is talking you through your oath to God. Right. 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 Well, when Just you take anything out of that. context, it all looks like... He had also talked about right. how he was in his quote-unquote church people were going around and leaving leaflets in front of lodges and you know the efforts of him were there's three million masons in the united states and now they're down to two so we're doing the good lord's work Hmm. y'all need jesus (laughs) because jesus said to accept everyone love everyone as i had loved you so i want to drop an f-bomb but i can't you can't (laughs) F you. Not in the same sense. You're wrong. You're perverting it to your own thing. But I wanted to clarify that. That this is a particular video, and I can't find the video, but Joe is, I know, looking for Y'all Need Jesus soundbite. Probably. (laughs) But I want to clarify that. You are not. Not Now he's looking up the lyrics to You've Lost That Loving Feeling. Is that. You are. (laughs) You never. You are not kneeling to another Mason ever in this lodge. You are kneeling before the Jesus, altar. There's no tenderness. You guys are going to ruin this, aren't like you? Before we'll do a whole after hours if you want, where you guys can just sing your little hearts off. So, uh, this freaking new iOS thing. I don't know how to, I, I can't figure it out. <laughs> I've got the video of y'all need It's ginger proof! <laughs> how many lenses are on the back of that phone? Oh, All right. Only the one? That's weird. Yes, I had like the three. XR. This is not the 11. Uh, but they upgraded uh, the iOS. I think we're pretty much done with this one. What do you brothers think? 
I think so. I think right. it was a great episode. Because we start singing, you want to close you out sing? the episode? Yes, All I right, do. Let's do it. You know <laughs> Next Sunday, this coming Sunday. This coming Sunday. Big show. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yep. Big show. Big show. Be there. Our district deputy will be here. Right, Warshall brother Mike Adams will be returning. But we will have the Grandmaster. Mm. And he's got jokes. <laughs> You'll pay for your seat, but you only need the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Gravedigger. Bigfoot. Oh, my God. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. So uh, tune in. The Grandmaster will be here, and I, I would actually encourage all of you to write down some questions because yeah. this is a Grandmaster in the house who's going to be able to answer your questions about Freemasonry and all that stuff. Basically, the first half, do like we always do. Interview our guests. We're going to ask him about his Masonic career. Second half, it's all you guys. You can ask him any questions you want. He is the grand master of the state of Connecticut. So, uh, sure looking is. forward to it. If he doesn't have the answers, nobody does. Papa George does. Yeah. I got answers. I got jokes. And I got questions. The answers are all derived from some clandy lodge somewhere. <laughs> Just when you think you got all the answers, I change the questions. <laughs> All right, brothers. We say we sign off. All right. Yeah. All right. For the Freemasons Podcast, I'm your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Marjorie, signing off. Worshipful Brother Joe, signing off. Worshipful Brother Ken, signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night.